Welcome everyone to podcast 54, Empower Your Oils. This week we're diving into the oil of authentic presence. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Juterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Juterra essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back. We're in our second year of this podcast, Empower Your Oils. We're so excited. This is Gina, and we're talking today about doTERRA's kumquat oil, which is a limited edition oil. And before we get going into the podcast, we want to remind you that we are in our um, season of sacredness from now until the end of the year, and we have 12 Sacred Rebel roll-ons to give away to the first 12 people who go to iTunes and give us a review, and then take a screenshot with your phone and post that up to our Facebook page, and we'll reach out to you for your snail mail address, and you're going to get a limited edition only 14 of these bad boys are going to be made. And of course, Janet and I have ours. And then um, the first 12 people to give us a review will also get one. So we hope that you do that. Um, Janet's going to be so awesome and post the directions on how to leave a review on iTunes on Facebook um, in our weekly email. So if you're not on our email list, please uh, make sure you sign up for that so you don't miss any of our freebies. and. Did I miss anything, Janet? When, when you sign up for our email, you'll get a our little um, our little ritual book. I was gonna say little shop, little shop of flowers, <laughs> do, do, do. Your little book, the little book of rituals, do 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 do, do. No? Yeah. I wonder, sure. if I wonder if she'll cut it out. Because you know, Janet does all the editing, so sometimes I never know what's gonna go in and what's gonna come out. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So kumquat, kumquat's a limited edition. It came in our yeah in our Mother's Day pack that also had a sunny citrus and tangerine before tangerine yeah. was no yes red mandarin. Oh, I lied. And sunny citrus, red mandarin and sunny citrus. I was thinking it was tangerine. Nope. All right, I screwed up. Don't. Right. It doesn't happen very often. I'm gonna go ahead and admit it. <laughs> Forgive me now. <laughs> All right, cheers. folks. Cheers. So I am speaking of cheers. What am I drinking? Um, okay, so kumquat is the oil of authentic presence. If you follow us, you know that I love bubbles and bubble. So I'm drinking Genie's Genie. I don't even know who the hell that is. Gigi's uh, bubbly presence. And it's just Prosecco or Champagne, two drops of kumquat, doTERRA kumquat, one drop of doTERRA gin. So it's empowering your uh, presence. 
And then um, I always like to make my bubbles fun. So I added a ton of pomegranate seeds just for adornment and fun and extra yum. And they're really yummy at the bottom when you like, it's almost like they get to soak up some of the essential oil too. That's really fun. That's what I'm drinking. Cool. Sounds really good. This is Janet. And um, I don't have a fun name for my drink this time. I'm going to have to think of one. Oh, well, what so, are you drinking? So I'm having a um, St. Germain and Kumquat cocktail. Hmm. And it's got gin and St. Germain and a couple drops of Kumquat, some club soda, and a sprig of rosemary for a little fun garnish and a little extra taste. Look at you drinking gin. Again, it's so weird. I know. It's like, isn't this like maybe the fifth one or fourth or fifth pod you've had gin and you don't even like, supposedly, you don't even like gin? Well, that was the story in my head for years. <laughs> that I know. I you like know your, ta your taste buds change every seven years. Maybe, maybe you've just like, you've just turned a, a gin corner and now you're like, going <laughs> to be like this little, this little gin lover. Maybe. You never know. You never know. We'll have to come up with a fun name. I'm trying to think. I'm usually really good with names, and I'm... I am, too. I'm having a hard time with it today for some uh -huh. reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, well, we're just going to kind of move on so y'all aren't just sitting there... Uh, going, what the hell? I know, just like <laughs> waiting for us or something. So, okay, so kumquat, oil of authentic presence, and on a physical level, it... Um, what does it do on a physical level? Let's see, supports digestive health, healthy metabolism, uplifting moods and energy. It's, it's, um, it's a citrus, so um, it's also good for surface cleaning and things like that. Janet really loves it. I'm, it's growing on me. I only use this for uh, cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I use it as drinks, and um, it's almost a little too sweet for some reason for me it's really sweet smelling and sweet sweetie sweet so I might need it because you know I always have that philosophy if you think something doesn't smell good you probably need it maybe I need more authenticity in my life <laughs> maybe maybe I don't so know what I've I've loved I like actual kumquats too I think they're so yummy so and it I mixed it with some and when you eat a real kumquat they're kind of sweet on the outside and really really sour on the inside. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if I've ever had a real kumquat. I should do that sometime in my lifetime. I'm 45 years old. Yeah. Huh. I probably okay. didn't. I probably didn't have any until I was in my 30s and when I lived in Dallas and they were like really popular at like in the fall. I'm not sure why. Huh. But like there was a lot of things for like you know, Thanksgiving dinners and stuff that were kumquat. I also worked for a food magazine then, so I probably was exposed to a lot of different things too. Yeah, I've never worked for a food magazine. It was fun. So um, let's see. The uh, oil fact of the day, kumquats are unique in the citrus family because of the sweetest part of fruit is contained on the outside in the peel, which Janet just talked about. 
our oils are cold pressed from the rind, so that makes the kumquat sweeter, one of the sweeter of the citrus. Oh, it has 70 to 90% limonene, li, 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 I think. Limonene, that's what I said. It has 70% limonene. <laughs> and if I was a science girl, I would know what that meant. And I'm not. Well, the um, benefits of limonene are like elevated mood, so of course it citrus it makes you happy um stress relief it's any fungal and any bacterial has properties and it helps relieve heartburn and stuff like that awesome so i don't know i just it's probably really good for you awesome so you can obviously ingest it because we're ingesting it right now just i was just talking to my friend the other day, and, and Janet has experienced this too, we, we have something I've always called Mickey Mouse syndrome, which is this idea that um, you're happy on the outside, even if you're cringing or sad or upset or mad on the inside. What did you call yours, Janet? I called it the happy face syndrome. The happy face syndrome, yeah. So it's really fascinating. I... Um, I'm going to out my mom a little bit. She always said, "If you, I have two legs, two arms, and a brain that functions, and so I should be happy. And my belief about my mom is that she didn't ever have any mood other than being happy when we were little and younger. I mean, I think when I was a horrible teenager and just really mean to my mom, I think once I said to her, like, can't you just ever be in a bad fucking mood? <laughs> and... um and she'd just be like, I have two arms, two legs, and a long <clears throat> and a brain that functions. Like, there's no need to. And I love that because it did teach me to be grateful. Like, there's a lot of really great lessons that came out of that. And I also found that growing up, I became a little bit of a stuffer. And I wanted to um, never really let anyone know uh, what was going on in my life. And that felt, in some ways, it felt like just buck up and go forward and and in other ways, it it almost felt like I was living a lie because I oftentimes was not happy. So, yeah, so this oil is really cool because <clears throat> it talks about um, if we tend to judge and push down our feelings because we deem them as unacceptable or unwanted or maybe we've been taught to repress our feelings in order to be accepted. Um, often these personalities appear to be happy, enthusiastic, popular, seemingly at peace in the world while their inner torments are material. So it's this interesting idea that, well, it's the Mickey Mouse syndrome. And Comfort <laughs> is amazing. I didn't even know we had an oil for that. We have an oil, y'all, for the Mickey Mouse syndrome. I'm just, I'm so thrilled. So it says kumquat oil addresses preoccupation with a cheerful external disposition, Mickey Mouse, that masks anxiousness, self-doubt, pain, and un and unease hidden within. So it takes us from being superficial, a facade of being cheerful, um, hiding, being inauthentic, even having repressed feelings or um, something I've been known to have is passive aggressiveness. And then it'll move those to being authentic and real and honest and sincere, unpretentious and aligned. So it's a really powerful emotional oil. Um, I also like this. It reminds people that 
It reminds that people are complement of good and bad, sweet and sour, which you think about it. I mean, Janet even said, didn't you say the outside was super sweet and the inside was super sour? Yeah. So even like the characteristics of the fruit itself is, um, it's a great way for you to remember what this oil is about. Um, and it's accepting all of it, right? Like we want to, were you the one who told me that you could actually eat the rind? Yeah. Like you just eat them all in once. They're like the size of a olive or something. Oh, they're that small? Yeah. I thought so, they were, they're smaller than cuties. Oh yeah. Oh, but like a cutie, you don't eat the rind, right? Like you pick it off, you like you peel it like an orange. Um, I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. And just freaking me out. I guess I need to see, I need to see kumquats, but it has a peel like an orange, right? Yeah. But okay, it's really s- thin and it's little, so it's not, you know, you take like two bites and you've got it eaten. Wow. I feel so uneducated right now. And, and, uh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Okay. I love that. How you just said that though, is to how it, the feelings and the emotions match the actual kumquat. That's awesome. Yeah. I I grew up similar to you. I mean, except for mine was everyone had to be happy except for my mom was allowed to have other emotions. So she was the one who was able to be mad and frustrated and pissed and screaming at us and doing things. But the rest of us all had to be always happy all the time. So we did tons of a lot of stuffing. I mean, I always, I've always said our family's like trait is passive aggressiveness. <laughs> huh. We're all like passive aggressive to everybody because you could never be outwardly aggressive or outwardly angry or anything. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's a little bit like black pepper. You know, black pepper is the oil of unmasking. And in some ways, this does that authentic presence. And so, you know, going into our ritual, so we're in the, we're in this space of um, the season of sacredness. And so last week, if you haven't listened yet, we really went in and had you tune in to like, what is sacred for you and and that kind of ties into this week so if you haven't listened to last week's Kulpeba we'll invite you to go back and listen to that because it'll help you go forward in the next 12 weeks where we I guess 11 weeks where we um, are talking about these oils of sacredness and then of course how that's going to relate to us so this week we're, we're talking about like do you have Mickey Mouse syndrome like when is the last time you hid or you have a, a mask on or you hid how you're really feeling so one really interesting way that we do this and I I don't I don't think we do it on purpose I think we're just kind of trained is like oh hey hey Janet how are you fine I'm fine (laughs) fine fine I'm fine I always said fine was feelings inside not expressed fine or (laughs) um fucked up irrational neurotic and emotional and um, I used to answer that. Someone would be like, I'm fine. And I'm like, um, feelings inside not expressed fine or fucked up, irrational, neurotic, and emotional fine. Which fine are you? <laughs> and then people would be like, uh, I'm really great at a comeback of like, if someone like one of the checkers at a grocery store is like, how are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm awesome. I trained myself to do that because not very many people answer like that. But I have found that if I'm having a shitty day, it's just what automatically comes out of my mouth. I'm awesome. And then I'll catch myself and be like, actually, I'm pretty shitty. But 
isn't it interesting that I just said I was awesome? And he's like, I really liked I'm awesome better than I'm shitty. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so well, this isn't is that kind of like being a people pleaser too. So you're like, you want, you don't want to say, well, I'm all shitty today, blah, 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 and be like Debbie Downer. So you just say, oh, fine. <laughs> well, so it's interesting. It's like, okay, why though? Like, what's wrong? Why can't we, why can't someone just be shitty? Like, you don't have to fix me. I'm just shitty. I don't know. Yeah. It's what we do. That's what this week is about. This week is simply just to be aware of how you show up. And then are you being authentic? And even with regard to the definition of sacred last week, so are your emotions sacred? So this is kind of, it's, it's talking about, can you relate to your emotions in a sacred way or someone else's emotions? So we just were talking about this, like, you know, Janet, why can't I be shitty? Like, why can't my shittiness be my sacred place of where I'm at? Like, do you feel like you have to fix me? I don't know that I feel like I have to fix you. I just, it's probably just a cultural norm that, you know, you don't want to spread your shittiness to everyone else. And I guess that we need to learn how to not take your shittiness. If I show up shitty, then I'm going to ruin your happiness. I don't know if you are, but I mean, I might go, oh, maybe I'm shitty today too. And then I'd kind of start getting in my own head and thinking about it. Or Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I think it's just such a cultural thing that's ingrained into us that you don't go around and say that. I mean, I hate when I ask somebody, oh, how are you doing today? And they fucking tell me this long list of their problems. Hmm. I mean, it's like, I didn't really want to hear all those problems. Like maybe I said, oh yeah, I'm feeling a little down today. And I could go, oh, that's too bad. Why? But like some people will just give me like this laundry list of everything that's ever happened to them today that could be terrible. Hmm. And maybe I just don't have enough empathy in me or something. Because sometimes I just don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So why are you asking? Maybe there's a different question. Oh, maybe there's a different... ask to just be like, hey, nice to see you today. Bye-bye. Yeah, I probably should not have an automatic response that way. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, part of what I, I really wanted to encourage people to do was to really um, express their emotions in a sacred way. So one thing I, I have learned to do is if I get triggered or if, or if I really am mad, is to just own it and be like, you know, I'm really pissed off right now. And so I just want you to know, or I know this happened for me last week. I just wasn't, I just wasn't a pissy mood. I was edgy. I was short with people. And I really tried to just be conscious at the beginning of any conversation to just be like, I just want you to know I'm really edgy. I've been kind of bitey. I've kind of been pissing people off all week. And so I just want you to know. And I suppose for those people that don't have good boundaries, they were like, oh my God, what can I do for you? And I'm like, well, fucking nothing. Because if I knew what you could do for me, I'd do it for my own damn self. <laughs> True. But I, 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 To me, that's okay though with my friends and people I know well, but like, I don't want, you know, if I'm at the grocery store and I tell, you know, checkers and I say, well, how are you today? And he goes, this day fucking sucks. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know you. That's really sad, but I don't care. <laughs> huh. So what I'm hearing you say is that if you're someone you know, 
you don't mind like if i said to you this day fucking sucks it would be very differently received than from the grocery checker yeah hmm i'm gonna look up your strength finders right now and see where relator is to you i think it's pretty far down it is I don't have all 434 of your in my phone. I don't even understand that. So Jana and I are in a um, really into strength find Gallup strength finders, and um, it's such a beautiful way. So we're totally digressing right now. Um, I find it interesting, Janet. I just I'm going to tell you I find it interesting that it's totally acceptable to you to have a good friend say they're having a shitty fucking day, but the grocery checker that you don't know when they say that for some reason, there's a trigger there for you. Oh, totally. I just looked it up. Relator's 19. So it's pretty oh, down it's there in the, the middle. middle. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Well, I think you and I have some fun coffee to have to figure that out. And for those of you, if you're strength finder people and you're listening, like, and you have any insight, that'd be, that'd be really interesting. So this isn't about me and Janet, and then this isn't about Janet getting triggered. But what I, but what I love about this whole digression for us is that number one, you're never alone. Like someone out there may totally relate like, oh my God, if it's my best friend telling me they have a shitty day, I'm right there. I am authentically present with them. And if it's someone else, I'm like, why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this? I guess I'm a person that people tell like their deepest, darkest secrets in the grocery line. I've had people tell me they were physically, sexually abused as a child in the grocery line and then turn to me and be like, I've never told anyone that. So I guess I've been that person too. Like I know people that are, when I sit on a plane, I know people, everything about them by the time we get off the plane. And I didn't usually ask for it. People just tell me it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So... Okay, so moving on. So back to you guys. Sorry. Mickey Mouse syndrome. <laughs> Do you have it? And this might not, you might not, right? You might totally be, yeah, I don't, I, I don't ever, I'm just going to call it as lying and it's not a bad thing. It's just a, it's, it's, I guess what we might've been told as a little white lie or um, I'm just, we just want you to have some awareness and we want you to kind of make a list. So make a sticky note somewhere, make a, a pop-up note or a never note in your phone. And can you really just be aware of how are you showing up? Are you showing up in, in the truth of who you are? Are you being authentic? Are you being superficial? Are you hiding something? Do you really want to tell someone to fuck off? And you're like, Thank you. I'll see. And then taking it a next step further, it's just like, well, are you treating your emotions as sacred? So going back to last week and being like, what is sacred? And, and this may not work for you because your definition of sacred may not, may not be the, the same that mine is. But when I hold my emotions as sacred, when I'm mad, like that's a sacred space for me to be able to hold for myself, to be able to process why I'm mad. If I don't give myself that honor to work through or just allow myself to be mad like I was always taught this thing of like when a kid has a ball and he's having a great time and he's playing with the ball and some other kid comes and takes the ball what does the what does the kid do 
usually the kid just starts bawling, right? Ah, he take my ball. He took my ball. And then if you've had kids, you know, you actually just let the kids sit there. Well, not all parents do this. You let the kids sit there and work through the emotion. And as soon as he gets done being mad, which isn't very long, because he's actually allowed himself to work through the emotion, he might start crying and be like, nobody wants to play with me. And so he moves from mad to lonely. And then you let him kind of go through lonely. And when he moves through lonely, he pops up and he goes and asks another kid, do you want to play hide and seek? And, and he moves through, he allows himself to move through the emotions. And we as adults, I don't believe, have allow, allow ourselves to do that. So to me, that's what this whole Mickey Mouse syndrome is. Are you aware? Are you hiding? If you're hiding, you don't need to know why. It's just the awareness of, oh, yeah, I was pissed off. And I told that guy I was fine or my husband or whatever. I was, it was fine. And he should know better because he should know me by now. We've been married for 35 years. And he should know that I'm not fine. but I'm telling him I'm fine instead of I'm telling him I'm So that's it. Make your list. Do you have Mickey Mouse syndrome? Use your kumquat um, all week, especially if you notice that you are getting passive aggressive or you are totally being untruthful and uh, telling people that you are happy when you're actually really not. Anything to add to that, Janet? No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to respond to you in that right now. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Do you want to tell people what's in the pipeline for Empower Your Oils? Oh, sure. We've got some lots of big plans for the second year here for 2018. We're working on some special different series like a chakra series and a oils and yogic sleep series. And then Gina's working on an erotic aromatherapy course. Ooh, ooh. And then we're also planning an Empower Your Oils retreat. So an yeah. in-person, we love to meet you and hang out with you and have yeah, a great it's, time. It's going to be so freaking amazing. And um, yeah, so more of that's coming down, hopefully within just the next uh, couple of weeks. We got to finalize some thingies. But anyway, don't forget to go review us on iTunes and post your screenshots so we can mail you this Sacred Rebel roll-on. Uh, we only have 12 of those, so make sure you get that um, done right away. If you need help, you can personal message either Janet or I or send us an email, playwithus at empoweryouroils.com. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Please, um, yeah, remember that you are sacred, beautiful beings, and we, uh, we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>
We are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.